What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Thomas. It's your boy, Royalty. And we're here with another episode of the Overlook Podcast. Um, I appreciate everyone that tuned in to the last podcast. It was very interesting. You know, I still had the little jitters, as I do today. But um, over the course of time that I was, you know, thinking about the next topic that I wanted to talk about, this is something that I really find uh, big and dear to me. You know, everybody wants to wake up in the morning and be great. Like, that's the topic that everybody talks about. Everybody's like, you know, I'm going to be great today. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be great. <sighs> but I think people don't really understand the concept of what it takes to be great. You know, with the great thing, all we see is, you know, the champions. You know, we see the glory. We see the, you know, the best things. But we never see the actual struggle that it takes to get there. You know, the actual sacrifice. You know, the actual things that you have to give up. And, you know, with this episode today, I want to talk to you guys about some of the things that it took for me to get to where I'm at. Not that I'm saying that I'm any better than anyone that's listening. But I do know that uh, my hard work, my dedication, you know, the chip that I have on my shoulder is much different than people that I've came across or the things that I've seen in my life. Um, one thing about being great, I'll start off with, is with sacrifice. You know, most people say that they want to be great. Most people say, like, you know, I, you know, I want this, I want that. But that's, I think it's just they like hearing themselves say it. You know, actually think about it. Actually ask yourself, you know, when it's time for you to do certain things, when it's time for you to sacrifice certain things, you know, are you willing to do it? One of the biggest things that I say day in and day out is the biggest form of self-love is self-discipline. The biggest form of self-love is self-discipline. Uh, about a year ago, um, I, I did a little celibacy thing for about 30 days. Um, I know it might not seem like a lot to a lot of people, but, um, you know, as a, as a guy that's, um, you know, and the level that I am, you know, the attraction level, you know, with the physicality that I have, you know, one thing that we choose not to do is to turn down, you know, certain things. But in this, you know, the sense of certain things, I, I decided to turn things down and I want to just check out, you know, can I do it? You know, can I be this person? Can I choose not to, you know, focus on, you know, the sexual aspects of life? And, you know, can I focus on, you know, just my goals and things of that nature? Now, don't get me wrong. Those 30 days was hard. <laughs> the 30 days was hard. But I told myself that if you really love yourself. This is self-discipline that you need to give yourself. This is something that you have to do for yourself to get yourself over the hump and actually see, like, you know what? How far are you willing to be great for yourself? Not for society, not for the people that's following you on social media, not for the people that's liking your pictures, not for the people that you've known for years. For yourself, what are you willing to sacrifice to get to the point of being great? One thing that I have seen and I've seen... um Pretty consistently is um, a lot of men nowadays, they say, you know, one thing you can't do is, you know, chase after females. You can't have multiple females and try to be great. Obviously, if you're chasing after multiple females, you know, your focus is not where it needs to be at. It's not on the goal. It's not on the sole focus. And I mean, come on, growing up, you know, me being the best player on my basketball team, you know, me traveling, playing professionally, um, you know, me being the best player on campus, you know, it was like, come on. You know, I'm, I'm going to have this opportunity and then I'm going to turn it down. No, I can't. Like, I can't. Like, this is something that, that people want their whole lives. And actually finally having it, it was something that I wasn't going to turn down. Now, in my mind, at that point in my life, I was the most serious, the most hard on about my craft. Now, I never took my craft lightly. Don't get me wrong. Like, I somehow juggled it. I was able to, you know, to juggle the females, juggle the basketball, and it worked out perfectly fine. But the thing about it is, is that now at this stage in my life, I look at it. And I can't do that at this stage of my life. I have too much to sacrifice. I have too much to lose. And I have too much that I have to focus on. You know what I mean? And one thing I want to say is that when I sit back and I have those nights of insomnia where I can't sleep, where I can't rest my eyes, you know, where I can't close off my thoughts, it's like, what are you thinking about? And I think about things of, like, I mean, I think about everything that you can name. And the crazy thing about it is that 
it's all about the process. Like, I'm not going to wake up one day and just be great. I'm not going to wake up one day and, you know, everything's going to be handed to me. The thing about being great is it's about a consistent effort of doing the right things at the right time all the time. If you only work out, you know, when you feel good, you probably only work out half the year. You know, most times in our lives, we have more bad moments than good moments. But it's about the good moments that we hold on to, that we cherish, that makes the bad moments not that bad. Like, understand, you know, sunny days wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain. You know, joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain. We know this. We know this. But for some reason, we tell ourselves that psychologically that that's not true. We tell ourselves that at some point in our life, when we get to a certain amount of money, when we get to the right cars, when we get to the right place, that we're just going to, you know, walk into this abyss of happiness, and that's not it. It's about a constant effort wanting to be happy, a constant effort wanting to be great, a constant effort of wanting to be more. And a lot of people are not okay with hearing this. You know, you tell yourself, I work hard. You know, I, I did what I had to do. If I'm being honest, like, I, I scroll on my phone maybe like four hours a day. You know what I mean? And it might not seem like a lot, but four hours in a day, I, don't, I wouldn't even work out basketball for four hours. You know, I wouldn't even hang out with, with my boys or girls for four hours. But four hours, I'm scrolling, looking through other people's timeline, looking through other people's lives, you know, subconsciously comparing myself like, damn, you know, how come I don't have this? How come I don't have that? And it's not something that I, you know, I, I use as far as a crutch. It's not something that I look at and I'm like, damn, you know, Matt, you could be better. Matt, you could do more. It's not that. It's just a simple fact of the matter is, is that we look at things and we don't realize what we're feeding into our spirits. We feed so many different things into our spirits and that's not what we need. What this lifestyle requires from you for you to be great is the biggest form of sacrifice. You know, most people say that they're willing to sacrifice, but they're not willing to sacrifice their social life. You wake up, you tapping on stories. You're wondering why this person not watching your story. You're wondering why this person didn't like your picture. You're wondering why you have 5,000 followers and you're only getting 400 likes. What they watching for? Why they not showing support? Why they not doing this? That should not be our focus, but it is. And it is. Those small things are our focus. If we focused our energy just as much as we focus on our craft, it'd be so much different. We're so focused on the, on the, on the concepts that we think people care. You know, we're so focused on the disrespect of people that are not even a part of our lives. Why do we feel the need to prove people wrong when they hear certain things about us? Why do we care about those narratives? Those small things that I'm talking about are the little things that build you up in your character. And if you have a weak character, you will not get to this point of being great. Because also, as while being great, there are people that are trying to tear you down. Because they look at you and they look at you and they say you have the same 24 hours as them. And how are you being so great? How are you being so much better? How are you pushing further? That's one thing that we don't, we don't hear. We don't see that side. It's so tough for us to sit down and, you know, really understand, like, you know, why don't we get the support that we want from other people? Why don't we get the love that we want from other people? And it's like, why do we care about that so much? Why is the validation of others? Why is the, you know, the respect of others mean so much? Why do you not respect yourself enough? Why do you not validate yourself enough? I had a full-time scholarship to a school in Kentucky. And my full-time scholarship in the school in Kentucky um, at the end of the year, you know, when the season's over, you talk to the coach and the coach is like, you know, they tell you what their goals are for you for the next year. And the coach is like, well, Matt, I think you're good, but you're not worth this, this scholarship. I was the, I, I was the best guard on the team. You know, I was probably two of one of the most African-American males on the team. And when we had that conversation, I said, you're sadly mistaken. You're sadly mistaken. There's nobody on this campus. There's nobody in this world that I've ever seen that works harder than me. I said, I'm going to be a professional basketball player. He said, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're not. 
you will never be able to step overseas. I said, excuse me? <laughs> you know, and, and where I'm from, being from New York, you know, my mindset changed and all, all the, automatically I was just defensive. How do you believe that? Why do you think that? That's unfair. But it, so I opted out. I didn't come back. And this is my senior year. This is my senior year. I'm, I leave the school. I believe in myself so much that this is the first time in my life, I think 20, 2013, 2014, I was like, yo, listen, you know, you believe in yourself so much, don't go back to the school. I, somehow God found a way where I was able to find another scholarship to another big time school. And I actually really, really learned who I was at this time. But, but I needed this growth. I think about it all the time. What if I did not leave that school and my, my college career would have ended year? What if my college career would have ended there? How would I have felt? Would I have been okay with it? Where I'd be at, where I'm at right now in my life. To some people, where I'm at in my life, they feel like, you know, this is a big step of success. This is a big step of greatness and stuff like that. But I'm so focused on trying to be better, trying to be more, that I don't soak up the moments. I choose not to soak up the moments because the moments only last but so long. You're only as good as your last game. You're only as good as, as your last, you know, idea. You know, you're only as good as your last job. You're only as good as, that's what you're so constructed to think and so constructed to be. You know, as me growing up, you know, I grew up in a, in a, in a great household. Like I said, my mom, she she showed me tough love. You know, I wasn't, it wasn't the sensitive love and stuff like that. So I really didn't live in my accomplishments too long because it was just like, well, yeah, you did this, but that's okay. What about this? But that's okay. What about this? Now, I'm going to say one thing. I feel like nobody works harder than me. I feel like nobody has the chip on their shoulder more than me. But that does not mean I'm better than anybody. I know for a fact that God will take everything that I have and humble me real fast. I'm talking to you in the narrative of wanting to be more. We hear so much negativity, so much, so much bad stuff in, in life nowadays that we rarely hear positivity. We rarely hear people tell you like, you know, you could be more, you could be better, you could be great. I remember I had a conversation with someone and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about doing a charity drive and I'm thinking about, you know, recording it for YouTube, putting it out there so people could see it and stuff like that. They're like, well, you should not record charity drive and you shouldn't record giving out food to the, to the homeless. You should just do it out of kindness of your heart because people don't need to see that. If you're doing it, you're doing it for clout. I said, well, how is that clout when you can see an African-American male get killed by cops? You can see a black person killing a black person, a white person killing a white person. You can see so much going on in the world. You can see a, 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 a damn lion killing a zebra. We can see this, and this is negativity on our timeline, but, but we're okay with this. We're accustomed to seeing this negativity, and when we see something positive, we say that we can't do that, and we can't be more, and we can't be better. That, that I just don't understand. I just can't respect it. I just don't understand how is it that we normalize the negativity in life, but, but we frown upon positivity. We frown upon positivity all the time. So if we frown upon positivity, imagine frowning on somebody else that's trying to be great, hating on somebody else's light because you're trying to be great. Just because I'm throwing shade on your light does not make my light shine brighter. And people don't get that. You rather attack me than help me build. One thing I can tell you is like, you know, looking from the outside and looking at all the other ethnicities, looking at all the other ethnicities out there, everybody that's out there, you know, I'll say that I feel like the black community doesn't build with the black community. And this is me being honest. People might feel like, I, you know, I'm shooting at my own kind, but it's, it is what it is. I never see nobody black work in a Chinese store. <laughs> and, that's, and that's real facts. I, you know, I see people build consecutive, consecutive. Chinese build with the Chinese. The whites build with the whites. The black fights the blacks. It's like, why, why are we not building together? What are we so constructed? What have we been taught over generation to generation and generation for us to fight against each other? It's so annoying that we have to, you know, go through this, this process. In my life, 
I've won three college championships. You know, um, my my jersey was supposed to be retired in BCC. You know, I'm a, I scored over fifteen hundred points. I have over five hundred sit. Like I have I have great accolades that I feel right. And I guess looking at it, I still feel like I haven't accomplished something. You know, when I sit down and I, and I think about it, and I, you know, I sit in my little wine and like, damn, I'm at you did a lot. But that a lot that I feel like I did is not enough for me. Like my story does not end here. My chapter does not end here. We are going to keep going. We're going to keep being great. And that's the thing. People say that they want to be great, but it's, are you willing to sacrifice going out with your friends? Are you willing to sacrifice going out to the parties? Are you willing to sacrifice, you know, people saying that you're bougie, people saying that you're not better, than, that you're better than them, people saying like, oh, you know, you're too good for them. Are you willing to sacrifice that to get to where you want to be at in your life? Most people say that, they, yeah, they're they willing for that, but you're really not. Trying to be great creates a, creates a long time and a long a long life of loneliness and, and non-companionship. Like, like, you can really miss out on a lot by choosing to be great. You know, I sit back and I, I look at my peers and the people that I grew up with and, and the ones that choose not to hoop, the ones that choose to, you know, settle down and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I, I respect it. I respect it. You got a different chip on your shoulder. You got a different attitude for you to get yourself to this point and I respect it I I tip my hats off to you you know every day I wonder like you know did I miss my opportunity did I miss the love of my life did I miss having my children with the right woman did I miss did I miss having a, a, the, the right male friends around me I think about it all the time but then I sit back and think about everything that I have created as well and I ask myself would you sacrifice what you have now to what you think you would have had then the grass is always greener on the other side. So I'm telling myself, obviously, like, yo, damn, you know, I wish I had this. Damn, I should have had that. But honestly, do you really want that, man? Like, do you really want that? That's one of the biggest things. One of the biggest things. One thing I tell myself all the time is, like, you've been chasing to be great for about 10 years, bro. <laughs> like, you, you've been trying to be great for so long. And are you getting to where you want to be at? Are you getting to where you think you need to be at? And I'm going to share something with you guys. Um, a personal thought that I always think about is if I miss the love of my life. I think about this all the time. I think about this all the time. Like, yes, I'm attractive. Yes, um, um, I, I feel like, you know, I would be the best option for a lot of women out there. That's what I do feel. But I do think, have I missed the love of my life? By me chasing to be great, by me chasing and choosing to pick my dreams and choosing to pick my my craft, you know, I had to pick one or the other. It wasn't it wasn't you could juggle both because both require, you know, require great, great, great attention. And one thing I say about that is like I think about it all the time. Do I do I do I blame myself? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yo, Matt, could you not have found balance? Matt, could you not have have figured it out? And honestly, I don't think I could have. The time that I was putting in in the gym, the time that I was putting in my room when I was studying, the time that I was putting in when I was going and spending money that I did not have, when I was flying out trying to prove to these these scouts, these agents, you know, to, to these agencies, letting them know, like, listen, I'm the pick for you. My best is better than what you think your worst is. Like, like I'm good enough for you. That's something that I needed for myself. And I think I think I have to keep reminding myself of that. Do you know what type of um, what type of attack you could put on yourself mentally by telling yourself you might have made the wrong decision a couple of years ago? You might still be making the wrong decision now. 
I mean, we all hear the same thing, you know, when we date and stuff like that, and we're trying to be in relationships and stuff like that. You know, people tell you the right things in the beginning. Oh, I'm not like everybody else. I'm so different. Uh, I believe in you. I believe in your dreams. You know how I many people I gave the opportunity to be a part of my craft, to be a part of my dream, to be a part of what I wanted. And when I opened up that door, I took more of a hit than I anticipated. Now, the thing about people don't talk about is, you know, we're pursuing, you know, love your lives and, you know, trying to have people around you and trying to have that support, whether it's male or female, whether it's your significant other or your friends, is that they don't talk about the possibility of the what if it doesn't happen. You trying to have people be a part of your 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 crowd and your in your craft and you know you want to show them the blessings that you have you have put forth and how you want to bless them and other people do not see it from that perspective it's very 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 hard for you to sit down and understand that some of these things that you're going to have to do you're going to have to go through yourself and although i still don't understand the concept of money doesn't bring happiness uh, most of my problems is because i'm broke <laughs> like like most of my problems is because I'm broken. I think once I get that under control, then I think my happiness will look, you know, skyrocket. But to always think about it is like, you know, damn, you know, this girl that I chose to let go of, you know, she's happy in her life. You know, she's married. She has a full-fledged relationship and, you know, multiple kids. Dang, you know, I could I could have been a homebody, Matt. Then seeing someone else, you know, like, you know, a gender reveal and something so exciting. It's like, dang, you know, well, you know, that was that was potentially one of the love of my lives and I and I chose not to go there. But Matt, what are you doing? Oh well, you know, I guess, you know, since I decided not to go that route, you know, I created my own clothing line, you know, I, I created my own cosmetic line. Oh, I am a YouTuber, you know, I am a trainer, you know, I have played professional basketball. Yeah, I am putting out content for other people. Like, so although I am ch attacking myself, telling myself, like, I might have missed the opportunity, look at how much you created, so don't beat yourself up. Yeah, I get that it's hard. I get that you don't understand it, but it's like, yo, Matt, you got here for a reason. And what I'm telling you guys is this. If you want to be great, there's some things that you're going to have to sacrifice and some people that you're going to have to lose. And you have to be okay with that decision that you make. Because if you are not okay with that decision that you make, you will hate yourself for the rest of your life. And there's no time in the world for us to be hating ourselves when the world already hates us. We don't have time for that. Every day that I wake up, every day that I go outside, I'm a black African-American male. I'm worried about walking across a police officer that woke up on the wrong side of the bed that day. That's things that I don't want to deal with. That's things that I don't want to see. That's things that I don't want to attack. Once I became a certain age and became a certain mental, I couldn't give certain things certain energy. Before in my life, you know, I had to, I had to big myself up. I had to prove myself. I had to show people like, Yo, you know, I'm better than this. I'm better than that. Let me prove a point to you. For what? For what I look back at myself now and I'm like, yo, you was trying to prove yourself to people that you don't even speak to now, that you don't even remember their names, that you don't even care about. You was trying to big your chest up for what? You know, the embarrassment of trying to please those around me is just it's just unbelievable. You know, like I still like I said, I still have those moments where I think about, damn, did I make the right choice? Did I make the right decision? Even having this conversation with you guys right now, I'm still thinking about it as I'm talking to you guys about it. So this is the raw, real truth about it. I'm not over here, you know, capping or or reading off some some program or something like that and trying to get you guys something to believe something. But no, this is real. This is true. Like, I think about this all the time. And this is something that I have to attack myself. This is something that I have to sit down and be like, you know what? Maddie, you did your thing. Maddie, don't worry about it. Maddie, you got it. And this is And this is... This is a constant battle, constant battle. I think about it all the time about, you know, just 
Are you happy? Are you happy? And what I was saying to myself the other day when I was drinking one of my new bottles of wine, Vino, Washington Post, 2017. Make sure you go check it out. It's on white grapes, white grapes, all the white grapes. What I was saying to myself was, this has to be the happiest you've been in your life. Prior to 2020, everything in my life, I was living to prove somebody wrong. I was in college to prove that I was better than my father. I was in college, like I'm gonna get another college degree, I'm gonna get another college degree, I'm gonna get another college degree. Everything that I was doing, I was doing because I wanted to prove that I was better than my pops. The reason why I wanted to double up on it is because I wanted to prove my mom, like, yo, listen, well, I could do more. Although you felt the associates wasn't good, boom, here's a bachelor's. Although you felt that wasn't good, boom, here's another degree. And it was like the feeling that I was expecting, the feeling that I was wanting, I never got. I never got that feeling of, of euphoria, like, oh, my God, you know, everything is great. Everything is. No, no. I really had to understand it's like you have to live your life for you. You have to be better for you because if you're not being better for you, then you can't be better for anybody else. How can you bless somebody else's life when you're not happy within? How can you make somebody else happy when you're not happy within? How can you try to be great when you're not happy within? What are you really living off of? What are you really motivated off of? This is the first time in my life that I'm actually motivated off of something positive and not something negative. This is the first time in my life I wake up and I don't have to prove somebody wrong. <laughs> Do you know how much of a relief that is to live the majority of your life or your whole life? Waking up trying to be better because somebody said that you would not be better? That's something that you have to really sit down and ask yourself. What are you motivated by? Like, are you motivated by your own self? I'm not, I'm not saying if you're motivated because you got kids and stuff like that. I mean, motivated by your own self. Obviously, if you got kids, you got to be motivated. You know, you got you to gotta feed more than one person. But the thing about it is, is, are you motivated by yourself? Are you trying to be better by yourself? This process of being great is not an easy one because you're going to always play that seesaw aspect. It's always going to be like, well, should I have done this? Should I have done this? I could have done this better. I could have done this better. Like, I... It's a never-ending cycle. People don't talk to you about it. All you see is, you know, the little excerpts and the little clips of the 30 seconds. You could be great. Just go do it. Just go do it. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. Trust me, for you to be great, you got to be low-key crazy. You got to be low-key crazy. Like, you got to prove people wrong. You have to tell people, like, listen, I believe something so much. I believe something so deep, so dear, that it's so crazy. They be like, yo, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I mean, he might be on to something. Although it sounds abstract, if he might be on to something. People nowadays don't support, and all we do is look back on what we should have done and what we could have done. All I'm doing right now is living my life and trying to put myself in a better position for those around me and myself. I sit back all the time, like I said, I ask those questions, like, you know what, uh, did you miss out? Are you willing to miss out on this to get that? And people say, oh, you could have both. <laughs> you could do this, you could do that. It's, it's easy. And these are, these are conversations that I have with people that are just like me. How can you tell me what I, that I could balance both, that I could do both when you're right here in the same boat as me? You know, I, I do have friends that, that make a large amount of money. I do have friends that have a large social media following. And, and, and when I look at them, you know, I don't wonder what their life is like. I don't, I don't wonder, like, you know, how they pay for their food and stuff like that. That doesn't matter to me. My concept is, yo, you got here, teach me. Don't give me nothing. Teach me. I don't want you just giving me anything because I need to know how I got here. I need to understand how you got there. I need to understand how I could keep pushing and how I could keep better. And what you're giving me, amplify that and then flip it. Do it better than how you show me. 
and then just reciprocate that back. Most people say that they want to be great. Most people say they want to be good, but they're just doing it because it's a post. Most of you want to be great because it's a post. Wake up today. It's Motivation Monday. Ah, it's Thirsty Thursdays. Ah, it's, you're only being great because Instagram told you, Facebook told you, Twitter told you. A lot of people aren't really willing to sacrifice how it takes and what it takes to be great. And that's the thing that I really realized. You know, one thing, the definition for today, got into it, I was already excited. The definition for today is strenuous. For those that don't know what strenuous means, it's requiring great effort. And the things that we do nowadays is, if you want to be great, it's going to be very strenuous. It's going to take a lot of effort and a lot of time for you to get to the point that you need to get to in your life. It's going to take a lot of sacrifice, a lot of lonely nights, a lot of long prayers, a lot of tears. But are you willing to get there? Are you willing to do it? Or are you just capping for the gram? You just posting. One thing I hate that I've seen for the past couple of years is that everybody is trying to look like they're winning rather than actually winning. I don't want to look like I'm winning. I actually want to win. I actually want to be great. I actually want to be in a better position in my life. I actually want to bless those around me. What God has given me, what, where my mindset is at right now, I want to do that for other people. What is it for me to have the world if I can't share with nobody? What is it for me to have every blessing in the world and not, and not bless those around me? Is it because society is telling me like, oh, you know what? Uh, this is what you needed. This is going to be your, your end all do all. Nah, that's not it for me. That's not it. And like I said, I battle with myself all the time, you know. I could date. I could go out. I could hang out with somebody. But the most scariest thing is when you come across a man that you can't give nothing to. That's the most scariest thing. Or a female. The most scariest thing is when you come across a man or a female that you can't give anything to. So what's next? What's next? How you going to bless my life? How you going to make me a better person? How you going to put me on a pedestal for me to get better and me to be more? That's the next question. Most questions that we ask, we're not asking this with other people. We're not having these conversations. So before you tell me to not chase my dreams and not do something, how can you bless me and get me to the next level? I don't want to deal with somebody that's not going to help me grow as a person. And that's real facts. You think because you open your legs that means something to me? Come on. Come on, anybody can get that from anywhere. It has to be more. It has to be better than that. But people don't want to have those conversations. When you sit down and open up that book and you look at that person for real, it's like, what are you really offering me? What are you really giving me? How are things really being better? You don't want to have those conversations. You think because what you're offering is, is the Dom Dada. It's of it all. Can't get this nowhere else. No. What do you do when you can't offer somebody that has everything? That's where it's going to really gut check you and say who you are as a person. That's when that onion going to unfold and we're going to see who you really are. That's what you really have to ask yourself. This lifestyle is so hard, and that's one thing I want to let you guys know. This lifestyle is hard. I'm going through this lifestyle with you right now, so this is not me talking to you and then, you know, years down the line, I'm like, oh, you know, well, I made it, so that's why I can give you this guy's advice. No, I'm going through it right now. So if I fail, I'm going through it with you right now. If, I'm, if I succeed, we're going through this together right now. I want you guys to understand that, that this is not something that's easy. Not at all. Not at all. Now, when we go back to the topic of, you know, did I pick the wrong one or did I not choose? Uh, no relationship, no friendship was worth me sacrificing for what I have now. Period. Would I do it again? Ten times. 
the person I am now, the person who I feel, the person who I love, the person who I've created, I love this person so much that I will go through that pain, those heartbreaks, those disappointments, those long nights, the fear of suicide, the those quiet moments where you really was like, oh, you know what, I had it. Like I'm done. Like this is just this is just this is just it for me. I would go through it again. Like this is just something that I would sacrifice. Period. It ain't nothing else to it. No friendship, no relationship, nothing was worth it. Nothing was worth me sacrificing what I have now. And the biggest thing of it all is my relationship with God has improved drastically. So besides loving myself, loving where I'm at, loving where I'm, I have become, my relationship with God has improved drastically. That's the only relationship that I do feel like I need. And if you are a part of my life, if you're not trying to be better, then you can't be a part of my life. That might sound a little cocky. That might sound a little wrong, but it is what it is. You wouldn't put your children in a bad environment. You wouldn't put them around somebody that they could watch them. So I'm not putting myself, my soul, what I believe in within me around anything negative. It's time to be more. It's time to be great. But people don't want to be great. People want to be liked. People want to be cool. People want to be understood. People want they, they pictures double tap. Nobody cares about that. You want to look like you liked in real life? Actually be liked. Like yourself. Like yourself. That's what we, that's, that's what we get, get confused. Like we, we're so focused on, we don't even like ourselves. You know what I mean? And that's the crazy, the crazy gist of it, bro. That's like, that's like the, the, the biggest point of it all is that we don't even like ourselves. We don't even like ourselves and that's what we are so focused on. You know, one thing I can say is my life changed when I told myself that I'm going to be happy. My life changed when I woke up one day and I said, you know what? We're going to stop talking negative against us. Although I play around and I'm like, you know, I'm broke. Well, I am broke. But that's only the concept of I'm broke for right now, not long term, not long term. Like, you have to separate yourself from people that don't want to be great. Those unhealthy attachments, that weighs down on you. Like, you have to put in the work to get to where you want to be at. You ever wonder why a cheeseburger is, not, is 99 cents, but a salad to be $8, $9? It's because for you to get the benefit of life, you have to pay for it. You have to sacrifice for it. Yeah, you could eat bad and keep money in your pocket. Or you can eat good and feel better about yourself later than down the line. People don't want to do that. They want to make it look like they're winning and you're not winning. And why do you care what people think of you? That's the biggest gist of it all. We care about what people think of us too much. And in the process of being great, you cannot care what people think about you. You cannot have unhealthy attachments. You cannot care about, about who's liking your photos. Your focus has to be in your craft. Your focus has to be in you pushing and being more and being better. If that's not your focus, then you're not being great. You care about too many other people's opinions. The validation that you need is from you and God. Whatever you believe in, whoever God you believe in, but that has to be your own validation. Trying to find a balance of who you really are versus who you're trying to show the world is crazy as well. I'm going to tell you that right now. You know, it's only one day of the year where you put on a mask, and that's Halloween. But living your whole life... You know, as a facade, you know, putting a mask on, trying to show people like, oh, yo, this is really me. This is really me. Ha, ha, I'm happy. Nah, nah. Like, you don't really understand the pain that it takes for you to have to look at somebody that you envisioned your whole life with, life with and see them love somebody else. 
you can envision growing up with guys or females and you know you guys are friends and then you get into where you want to be at in your life and they're not there with you to to experience it you ever had those conversations with somebody and you was like yo you, you know when i get it yo we're gonna be good we're gonna be great and you don't remember when was the last time you had a conversation with somebody like that wondering like dang you know i don't have that i don't have that potential support system potential you know friends around but who cares what are you willing to do to be great you know what i mean what are you willing to do to be great one thing i can say to you guys is that i juggle so much right besides you know me doing the basketball thing that you guys already know that i do me being a youtuber um prior to me starting my youtube journey like i couldn't find a niche like i was just throwing up videos i mean if i liked it it was up I was doing food challenges. I was doing, I was doing dares. You know, I was doing pranks. You know, obviously I was doing the basketball, you know, stuff. And I couldn't find a niche. And I was doing the motivational stuff. And I couldn't find a niche. And it, and it pulled me in so many different directions because I was like, dang, dang, dang. You know, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And and somebody was like, you know, Matt, you got to stop doing that. If you don't stop doing that, you're not gonna be successful at YouTube. And I was like, dang. But like I'm like you know I'm. I'm a, <laughs> I, I can do everything. So you're telling me that to simplify it, to do on only one thing, and then somewhere down the line do everything. And I didn't take their advice. I didn't take their advice. And, you know, I was, I was messing with a bunch of stuff, and I did a video. One of my videos went viral. The video went viral to the point that within six hours, I did another video just like it. So I did about five videos that was on the same topic and my video went viral and then I then got monetized by YouTube. And I'm thinking about it. If I would have listened to this person, if I would have listened to them, I wouldn't have gotten monetized by YouTube. I wouldn't be getting paid by YouTube. So now I'm a paid content creator, although, you know, it's not big money or nothing like that. I, you know, I'm a paid content creator. I am appreciative that I have the opportunity to be here. Now, obviously, because now I have the content and now that I'm doing more basketball stuff, I feel like I am kind of niching down. So I guess they were right. But in an in a, in a instance of it all, it was like, you know, you're doing your job. You're doing what you have to. And you want to be great so bad that you're, you're putting yourself in so many different predicaments, so many different conversations, so many different rooms because you want to see how you're going to succeed. And this is OK. This is OK. It's OK to feel at this now. Like, when in life did anybody ever tell us that it was okay to fail? Like, never. Like, it, it was almost frowned upon to fail. As you guys know, my clothing line is fail early, fail often. reason why I say fail early and fail often is because the earlier, the earlier that you fail and the more often that you fail, the more likely you are to be successful because you know not to go down that road again. If you're afraid to make mistakes, if you're afraid to to take those challenges, then how can you really be successful? How you know? How can you take that leap of faith? Every day that I wake up, every day that I that that I wake up and I do this, it's a leap of faith. You know, for me leaving my job a year ago and me choosing like, yo, listen, I'm going full time with YouTube. Obviously, I'm not making as much money as I was making when I was working, but I have more time to study on my craft. This is the this is the a jump that I took, and I was scared as hell. And a year later, it was the best decision that I made. Best decision that I made. Do I still think about going back to work to have the extra money in my pocket? Yes. But I cannot see me working, you know, hours on hours, you know, working hard to only make about a couple of dollars a, a hour. I can't see it. I can't see me doing it. Now, if I don't make no money, but my craft got better, I'm okay with that. 
I'm okay with that. If I make no money the whole day, but my craft get better, I'm okay with that. Because me planting that seed, me putting that in there, it's going to grow to be something soon and big and special. Me planting that seed, it's going to grow to be big and special. Are you willing to plant those seeds? Are you willing not to see, you know, the benefits of it right now? Are you willing to wait for things to grow and things to flourish down the line? Most of us want microwave results. I mean, I want microwave results. But then again, I, I appreciate the journey. The journey is a little bit different for me. You know, the journey actually allows me to appreciate the moments. But that's what I'm saying, even within that sense. It's like, well, Matt, you want to appreciate the moments. You want to be happy. You want to be great. But how can you appreciate the moments when as soon as the moment comes, you're on to the next thing? That's the process of being great. We have to have those moments. We have to sit down and be like, yo, bro, chill. Soak this up. Be appreciative of this. Be happy for this. That's one thing that I have to, I have to tell you guys is that wanting to be great, one of the biggest things is, like I said, you have to sacrifice. You have to enjoy the moments. You have to not care what people think about you. You have to not care about the validations. You have to not care about certain things. You have to do. You have to have love. You have to be doing what you're doing out of generosity of your heart. Because if you realize that you are motivated by nothing but negativity, at a certain point in your life, you have to understand is that you living your life of a negativity is toxic. It's toxic. Like, like, I was not motivated by positivity at a certain point in my life. When I played home games at my college, I did not do good. I did not do good. Like, I might have had, like, you know, 10 points, like, 6 assists or something like that. I might have, I might have, but my away games? Oh, man, my away games. When they used to talk trash to me, oh, you're not good, you're not this, you're not that. I played the best. Because I was so constructed that I needed to hear the negativity. I needed to hear people talk bad about me. When I heard the support, it didn't sit well with me. And it's crazy because that's how life has constructed us to believe. That because you haven't heard negativity, then, then something's not right. Something's not right. This is the first time in my life, like I said, that I'm motivated off of straight positivity and not negativity. You know, how many of you out there understand the concept of, well, listen, if I'm not hearing negativity, then I'm not motivated. Then I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I don't feel like I'm being great. I don't feel like I'm doing more. That's the scary part. That's the scary part that you don't realize is that your whole life you have been trying to prove somebody wrong. And the person that you only have to prove wrong is yourself. You have to fail early. You have to fail often. That's what you have to do to be great. That's what you have to understand is that life is not easy. And honestly, you won't want to trade your life for nobody else's. That's what I'm going to assume. Um, I think about you being great is all that you really need to worry about because what else is there? Everybody thinks that greatness is easy, but it's not easy. And this is me just telling you from a testimonial point about my, my pursuit of greatness and my pursuit of being more and my pursuit of being better is that the narrative does not stop here. When I stop talking to you guys today, I still have to go outside and be great. This conversation is the end of all. This is the end of the movie. A movie could be an hour and 30 minutes, two hours, whatever, whatever. Unless it's an Avengers movie and it's like three hours. But it could be very, very long. And it's just like we still have more to do. There's still a narrative to go. One thing I can say is that type of disappointment in the process of being great is something that you will never ever get comfortable with you know being disappointed in the pursuit of of being great can change a lot for you you know you can the food could taste, taste different you know the drinks can taste different everything around you could feel different the movies will feel different music could hit different it's just different you just like 
I put my all into this. Why is this? Why is that? Why is it that I'm not where I want to be at? Why, why do I have to keep fighting so hard? Why do I have to keep struggling? Because most people don't want to do it. And we want to see what you built about. I'm built for this life. I'm built to be great. Are you built for it? Are you built for this greatness? Or are you talking about it? Are you still in the same job that you've been working for years, but you're not happy? I understand we got to pay bills, but find something that makes you happier. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've, you know, so many stories, you know, so many stories of people saying, like, ah, this wasn't for me. Ah, I got to come back home. Ah, you know, I mean, I like college, but, you know, the coach was crazy. Ah, I came back home. Like, I had so many opportunities to, to do the same thing. I mean, my last two college coaches was not good college coaches as far as um, mentoring. They were very toxic. You know, they came off and they said a lot of things that that the weak-minded would have would have folded, you know. And I just wasn't cut out like that. You know, those blood, sweat, and tears was just different for me. You know, even still to this day when I hoop and when I play basketball, I still feel like I have something to prove. I'm still a talent. You know, I'm still, I'm still a killer. You know, that's and that's a real fact. You know, I feel like if you put me in front of somebody, then they're gonna have a long night. I feel like you put somebody in front of me, they're still gonna have a long night because I play. I'm a two-way player. That's really what it is. That's how I feel. And in order for me to keep that up, is I have to keep never getting comfortable, never being okay with the process. Like, okay, you could have a good game, you could have a good day, but what are you doing to get better to do more? You know, it just takes somebody to believe in you. Takes somebody to you know, take that chance on you. And that's what I was always wondering with the contracts. You know, that's what I was always fearful of. You know, when we dealing with the fake contracts and, you know, dealing with the fake teams and dealing with so many college coaches, I was like, I can get you in school. Or dealing with so many agents, I was like, okay, I like you, I like you. Not respond, not respond, not respond. That hurts. You know, that changes everything. That That's the things that you don't understand is that in the pursuit of me doing all this and the things that you guys watch and, you know, my content, it's like, boy... That type of heartbreak is just not something that we are okay with. You know, I've, I've dealt with some heartbreaks. You know, I've dealt with some disappointments, but nothing hurts more than you breaking your own heart. Nothing hurts more than you seeing the red flags and choosing to ignore the red flags. As far as pursuing success, as far as being more, as far as being better, you know, we have to keep it going, man. We have to. We can't think that this is easy. We can't think that this is okay. Not at all. You know, I couldn't live with myself. If I woke up every day and I didn't chase my dreams, I couldn't live with myself if I woke up every day and, and told myself, like, oh, you know, I'm going to post this today because this looks like I'm happy. I'm going to post this today because I look like I'm excited. I'm going to post this today because I look like I'm having fun. No, no. Like, who am I? Like, who am I expecting to look at this and be like, oh, my God, I wish I had his life. You have to wake up and really be like, I'm going to be great today. I need to be great today. I need to be more today. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. But people are not doing that nowadays. Society has constructed us to believe that if we look like we're winning and we look like our life is good, then people are going to be happy for us. And that's BS. You ever wonder why people that work so hard look at people that's, that don't have a job and they're always on vacation? <laughs> you know, when I was working, I used to always see people that didn't have jobs always on vacation. Like, what Like what type of life are you living? Like, I used to be like jelly, like, dang, man, I wish I was on vacation like that. You know what I mean? And I feel like, I feel like people just do that and take pictures and, and go out only because they want to make themselves look like they're liked and loved and like their life is good. No, that's not the case. When you wake up, find out what, wants you, what you want to make you successful. Find out what makes your, 
your blood boil, what keeps you going, what keeps you motivated, what puts a smile on your face. Because if you don't find out what's putting a smile on your face, you're going to be working for somebody else that works for their dreams. And you're going to sit there and be like, damn, you know, that could have been me. Do you know how what type of life it would be if you lived the rest of your life with regrets because you didn't choose to be great every morning that you woke up? Think about it. Think about it. You procrastinating, you choosing not to be great is an unconscious decision that God has given you another opportunity to be great another day. So you're taking advantage of the opportunity that he's giving you today. Like, like understand that. You could be great today, but you're telling yourself, I know God will give me another opportunity today. I know God will give me another opportunity tomorrow. Oh, really? Are you comfortable, comfortable? Are you different, different? No, that's not how it works. Be great today. So many people wish that they still was alive today. So many people we see in social media and stuff like that have passed, you know. Like I said, our people, my man Kobe, you guys know I'm a big, 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 big Kobe fan. And, you know, me talking about Kobe, I'll, I'll probably start, you know, getting choked up and start crying on this mic right now. But I'm going to just hit on something just a little bit. It's just like people always want to post up the mama mentality and because Kobe's mentality was just different. It was like, yeah, bro, I'm going to die trying to be great. A couple of years ago, you know, I had an argument with my mom and I was arguing with her. Like, if I die today, I'll be okay with it. I lived a great life. And honestly, like, you know, at that point in time, I was like, yeah, you know, I did live a great life. And I'm glad I didn't because I got so much more to live. I have so much more of an impact to do. I'm still young. This drive that's in, in, in me, you know, this this heart that I have is just something constructed so differently that people just have to understand. It's like, yo, listen, I need that. We need to be better. And mine was just built off of, of a straight subconscious and actual, you know, interactions. It means what my mindset is, you can have it as well. You can be great as well. People don't really realize, you know, getting over the hump and being more and being better is all about you. It's not about the people that surround you. It's all about you. But one thing I will say is the people that surround you will affect your mental and your happiness. Make sure those people that surround you are, are trying to be better or be great within themselves or with you. Because you can't be dragging people along, you know, trying to, hey, you need to be happy today. You need to be more today. Hey, don't be so angry. Yo, bro, let them go. Sis, let them go. That's not your job. That's not your objective. Don't let people talk down on you. Negate that fully. For the rest of the year, for the, for the whole 2021, let's make sure that we keep only positivity around us. Don't even talk negative against yourself. Like, oh, I look fat. Uh, look. Don't do that. I look great. I'm beautiful. I'm happy. I'm more. I'm better than. Once you start speaking more positivity into your life and once you start eating a little bit better and stuff like that, your life just feels and tends to be a little bit better. We all need to be more. We all need to be better. We all need to understand is that God gave us these battles because he believes in us. He didn't give it to nobody else. God gave us this battle because he believes in us. So it's your job to rock the boat. It's your job to like really, really push the narrative. It's your objective to keep being great, keep being more. I want you guys to understand that, man. I want you guys to understand that. You know, me just sitting here, just thinking about it, it's just like, it gives me chills, you know? You know, the, the, the thought of, damn, like, I'm still trying to pursue to be great and I don't have the answers, but I want to make sure that I'm telling you guys the same thing. I don't have the answers. I'm just telling you what, it, what I've done to get to this point in my life. What I've sacrificed, the people I've gained, the people that I've lost, you know, the relationships that I've missed out on, you know, the, the thoughts that I think about. Yes, 
In the pursuit of being great, yes, I do have insomnia. In the pursuit of being great, I do have insomnia. I do not sleep. I do struggle. Yes, I, I, I have an unconscious thought of, are you doing enough? Can you do more? Can you be better? Did you waste time doing this? Did you waste time scrolling? I have the conscious thought of always thinking that. Always. I look myself in the mirror every day. I wake up. Let's be great today, man. Let's be more today, man. Not because somebody told me that I wouldn't be great. Because I spoke that into my life. I spoke that into me. And everything that I have spoken over my life over the past year has changed. Everything that I have spoken over my life over the past two years has changed. In the past couple of years, my life has changed because of the way that I started thinking about myself and the way I started treating myself. The only difference that I'm doing now, you know, I'm eating a little bit better, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit more healthy and stuff like that. So now that my mental is changing, my spiritual is changing, my emotional is changing, now my, my food is changing. With the food that I'm consuming is changing, now my whole life is changing wholeheartedly, even the people that's around me. When a person starts talking negative, I can't even accept. I'd be like, bro, you know what? I ain't going to lie to you. I'll talk to you later. Sis, not for nothing. I'll talk to you some other time. I ain't got nothing for you, sweetheart. Because that energy right there, I just don't need it. Like, that's just not for me. And by me eliminating those certain things is, is allowing me to be great. Me allowing my light to shine is allowing everybody else around me to shine. But one thing we have to understand is that for us to be great, we have to, we have to be consumed by darkness. Because the only time that you see a star shine is when it's in the dark. Understand that. We all trying to be more. We all trying to be better. We all trying to be, you know, the best that we can be. But I, I can't, I can't stress enough that you guys have to, you know, live for yourself and live to be happy and live to understand that this is, there's more to life. There's more to life than this negativity that they put on us. There's more to life than what they're telling us, you know, that we have to fake a facade. Stop faking and look like you're winning. When actually win. Stop being friends with people that don't support you. Stop dating and dealing with people that don't help you save up and build. They only take away from you. Stop just having somebody a part of your life because you want to feel like you have something. Stop dealing with situationships because you feel like you know you're content. Trust me, I've done it. Trust me, I, I, know, I know what you're feeling like. Yeah, you deal with a person because you just want to feel something for the moment, the temporary compensation. But that temporary compensation that you're looking for and that you're getting from somebody, you could be putting towards your craft. Yes, you might feel lonely. Yes, you might feel by yourself. Yes, you might feel like nobody's there for you. But the thing about it is that you're building yourself. There's nothing more, more valid, nothing more understandable than building the foundation that you stand on, building the foundation that you sleep on, building the foundation that you actually want to have, that you want to give to your kids, that you want to give to your loved one, that you want to give to your significant other. We build the foundations with people that we don't even think is going to be there. We know they don't want to be there. These are the red flags that I'm talking about. It's about us being better and about us being more. I can't stress enough. If you want to be great, there's things you're going to have to sacrifice. There's people you're going to have to let go. There's things about yourself that you're going to have to put in check. We all say you want to be great. We all say that, you know, we're excited for this opportunity and excited to, to be more and stuff like that. But a lot of us ain't willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice is the biggest thing of it all. Will you lose everything? For the thing that you actually think that you want. Or are you afraid? Are you afraid to take that chance? Are you afraid to take that leap? To finish out the show, you know, I'm going to tell you guys my quote. One of my biggest quotes. I always have a definition to start the show. I always have a quote to finish the show. The quote is, it's not your job to be likable. It's your job to be yourself. And the right people will gravitate and also the wrong people will leave you. But you will be you. Let's say that again. It's not your job to be likable. It's your job to be yourself. And the right people will gravitate. 
and also the wrong people will leave. But you will be you. Let's understand is that you being you is more important than anything. You having yourself, you having your mindset, you having self-love, self-discipline, all these things across the board is the first step for you being great. These are the things that you need to have to be great. I'm not going to give you the, the formula to having a million dollars because I'm broke, so I can't tell you that. I ain't going to have the formula to how to you know get a car paid off because I ain't got that. But, I, but I, one thing I do know is every day that I wake up, what I tell you guys, what I have told you guys today, what I have told you guys in the second episode, because there's going to be more coming. In the second episode, you guys now know what it takes to be great and not by the BS. Not by what people think that they want you to hear and say, think what you want to say. And no, I'm telling you from a person that's trying to be great that has not made it yet, that's on their way to making it, that's going to get there. Sacrifice is the biggest thing. Most people say that they want to be great, but they're not willing to be great. Not more than they want to be liked. Not more than you want to sleep. Like, I want to be great, and I'll do anything for it. You got to ask yourself the same question. Would you? Appreciate you guys for tuning in, man. It's your boy Matt Thomas. It's your boy Royalty. We got another episode in the books. Make sure you guys check me on YouTube. Um, I'm Matthew Thomas. And, uh, yeah, all in all, you know, love you all. I hope this hit you in your heart somewhere. This impacted you deeply. Um, as, uh, as I say before I come on any podcast or anything that I do, I always say that I hope God moves me in the right way where I'm saying the right things and not saying the wrong things and not saying the negative things and actually, you know, impacting people's lives for the betterment of um, you know, their life. You know, because when I grew up, you know, I always wish that I had that superhero for myself besides my mom. But I always wish I was that superhero for myself. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys. It's your boy Matt Thomas, Overlook Podcast, over and out.